Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is the Ted Smith. I'll be the host of this here podcast, greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Ah, uh, the bottom square in Texas. He's back. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? God damn, boys, I'm pumped up tonight. I'm just giving you fair warning. I don't know why, but I'm just feeling it. I have this lightning bolt energy going on. I am back in the great state of Texas. So uh, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. Let's go. <laughs> all right, up there at the top screen tonight, getting the studio all set up, getting everything ready to rock. Matt Cover, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. Good to see you both. All right, so we should say we're taping this on Valentine's Day. Uh... I did not really even think about it till I uh, like was at work, and then that, I texted these guys. I was like, "Can we tape tonight? Are we doing it tomorrow?" Because of Valentine's. God was like, uh, "I'm I'm alone in Texas," and then Matt was like, I "Already did it." Nice, yeah, dude. Actually, I didn't realize it was such a holiday, but down here, Valentine's is like a big, big thing. Like, I just went to Whole Foods, and God, I don't want to say this now because occasionally my girlfriend's parents listen, but they. There was, I told her this, so in all fairness, but dude, in the Whole Foods, there like every girl was dressed in like nothing, just wearing pink or red, like pink or red spandex, pink or red, like mini dress, pink or red, like silk, see-through, like nighty. Like it was, dude, people love Valentine's Day here. I didn't realize that was a thing. The wine bar inside Whole Foods was popping. It was like a singles bar like that. Boys, they're they're on another level down here for finding love. I'll tell you that, dude. Even on my walk home today, I saw a couple girls, and I was like, "What is like? What is going on?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's Valentine's Day." Because you just generally on Tuesday night, <clears throat> you don't see a lot of people like dressed up to like go out, go out. And I was like, "Oh yeah, it's Valentine's Day. They're dressed up for their dude, or they're going out hunting." Yeah, seriously, I didn't realize it was like a a singles type night, but. Yeah, they're thirsty out there, Ted. Yeah, all right. So let's talk about that theory. Because I tried this a few years in a row. Like, people are like, go out on Valentine's Day. Like, there'll be a bunch of single chicks out. But I don't know, man. I got stuck at some real odd situations. And I was like, I just always felt like there was kind of crazy people out on Valentine's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That Dude, that makes a lot of sense. Just (laughs) knowing that, like, my intuition is like, go out. Like that tells you right there, dude. Crazy people are out on Valentine's Day. Yeah, but like I got stuck in a bar once. I forgot it was Valentine's Day. And the two people I knew in there, like these girls, I run into them. It's like seven. They're <laughs> bombed. Right. Yeah. Like they've been after oh, yeah. it for a while, but it wasn't fun. It was like frightening. And like, yeah, they were making a scene. And I was just like, oh my God. Like I just want to sit in this bar and like get some food and have some beers. Like I was like, I shouldn't have walked in here. But it was my it was the bar I went to all the time. So I was like, well, I'm kind of stuck here now. I mean, they were annoying like everybody. And I'm just sitting there with them. What? Whoa. How single are you? I'm like, oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> Not single enough. <laughs> <laughs> but with that said, I also think Valentine's Day, like, right. We all know Hallmark started it, right? It's a, it's literally a what? 
I'm almost positive Hallmark started the holiday to sell ge- greeting cards. Bro, is that real? I'm Googling yeah. it right now. Oh, my God. I didn't They've mean to stop you. Go ahead. and profited from it big time. But the, the, you're saying they're behind the inception? I feel pretty... I feel pretty confident. Wasn't in that there fact. a massacre? Wasn't it the St. Valentine's Day massacre? Okay. So that, that was Al Capone's, guys. But Valentine's well, Day would have had to already exist, I believe, for them oh, to call it that. Okay. I mean, they've been writing cards for a while. Uh, <laughs> Al Capone. <laughs> and they might have, might have retro named it. I guess my point is, I think it's kind of a made-up holiday and stuff. But also, like, some people really like it. Some people hate it. I think it just depends on who you're with. Ted, I, I sometimes I, I've I've accepted my role in life as the logic and facts guy rather than the funny, cool guy that everyone wants to hang out with. I, I feel like I have to break to you that actually every holiday is made up. Well, yeah, but like Christmas, <laughs> Christmas, you get the idea. I mean, like, there's Easter. It's like, I, you know, Jesus rose from the dead. I'm like, are there holidays in space, my guy? Oh, yeah. Fourth <laughs> of July. There's freedom up there. But not I just, even days. But Valentine's. See, I'm not trying to hate on Valentine's Day. It's like kind of my point. I'm like, I don't know. It's a super made up holiday. But like, I don't know. I've dated girls that were that you had to do stuff. I've dated other girls that really didn't give an ass. But like, I feel like it's kind of like pineapple on pizza. It's like everybody's got to have a hot take. You either hate Valentine's Day and it's BS or it's like the greatest thing ever and you're going way over the top. I'm like, I don't know. Just just another day. Dude, you're 100% right. People do get polarized about it. And honestly, I was a I was a a look down upon Valentine's Day guy my whole life until and I swear to God, I literally just texted my girlfriend and called her about this. But with how hard they go down here for Valentine's Day, that Whole Foods run, I'm back, baby. I'm a Valentine's Day guy now. <laughs> Matt's it's un- out. It's unreal. Ted, dude, I mean, God, some of the, I can't even tell you what I saw at Whole Foods, honestly, in case my girlfriend's parents listen to this, but I will tell you off cast and like, dude, people are running rampant out here. Rampant. <laughs> You've also been stuck up here in the cold. Now you're back to the warmth. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's 70 degrees and pe- oh, boys, I'm I'm a Valentine's Day guy. You should be, too. <laughs> I mean, do what look, you don't know, do what you want. The CEO back in his rightful office today, he's getting sandwiches bought for him by his girl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> shout out to our spot, which which. But the, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good, simple, uh, great dinner. I switched up my usual order. I usually oh. get, yeah, I usually get the Cali <laughs> Club. This time I went with the Wicked. It's kind of a big deal. See, Ted, that's what happens when keeping it real goes right. I'm a Valentine's yep. Day guy, dude. I've always been one. I'm ordering off. I mean, Cobb, I know you say I'm more of an explorer guy or yeah, but this was like I exploit that Cali Club every time and I usually do not explore it, which which, but you got to mix it up. It's Valentine's Day. It's a great day. Valentine's Day, man. Buy one, get one. I mean, I'm with you. Like, I, I I, don't know. I don't think I've ever done anything too extravagant for Valentine's Day, but, like, you always got to get people something. And then one girl I dated, we just got a heart-shaped pizza from Papa Murph's. It's pretty solid. But, like, the other two girls I've had serious relationships with, like, ah, that probably wouldn't have worked. 
So that was my point. I was telling somebody today. I was like, I think Valentine's Day might just come down to like who you are and who you're with. Yeah, I think it's more about I mean, it's like Christmas, you know, I think it's more about the idea of the thing and being together, taking time to not work and be with family and think about things that are important rather than the execution of it. I mean, there are guys tonight who are going to drop 10 or $20,000 on dinner and jewelry and whatever. And that relationship will be over in two weeks. But there are also guys like Matt who have hand and they just have their girls bringing them food. You know, I mean, it's a whole (laughs) spectrum out there, boys. Anything's possible. I do like the idea. Like he wasn't even with her. She brings it back, and he's like, "No, honey, walk back to the sandwich place. I want to try something new, <laughs> dude." And one level deeper too, he's wearing a Hakuna Matata shirt. He's just like, "Hey, man, it's no worries, dog. It's red. <laughs> it I'm a Valentine's Day guy, dude. Just like you, Cobb. Welcome to the club, man. I'm stoked you're here." All right, and, so- and I'm wearing wait, Matt's wearing red. I'm wearing white, which is Valentine's ish. Ted, of course, wearing black, not a Valentine's Day guy. <laughs> it's navy blue. <laughs> it's navy blue. Like, like that's a Valentine's Day color. Well, dude, on the walk home, I did it too. I was like, "Tell these motherfuckers wearing red," and then I was like, "Oh yeah, it's Valentine's Day." <laughs> Here's a good Valentine's Day story. Uh, years ago, I'm dating a girl, and I, uh, I mean, years, right? I'm like in my 20s. So I'm like, ah, I should get something. So, like, a couple days beforehand, I got one of those giant Valentine's Day Reese's hearts. And then two days later on Valentine's Day, I bought another one and gave her that one. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> I love the idea of you just like in your house, like, thinking about opening it but you're like no no i can't man oh, i do really no no i can't like just the, the inner struggle i would pay so much to watch that youtube video <laughs> yeah and it just went down piece by piece <laughs> you, i mean once you're into it you kind of got to eat the whole thing because you can't give her a partial right yeah you're right and the normal mind would be like well we're just eating it but i was like oh I'm only going to eat half. But then the next day, it's like, ah, just might as well eat the other half. And it's like, we're going to have to get a new one. (laughs) Oh, dude, that's awesome. That's very Ted. All right, Matt, the question, the burning question, Super Bowl Sunday. Did you make chicken wings? Nope. Oh, wow. Did you test run them Friday? No, no. uh, I talked to the guy on Friday that invited me to his party and uh he was like it's gonna be catered don't worry about it and so i just took it in stride and was like all right see you then and then i was off the hook for wings (laughs) i mean i don't know i I feel like he should have shown up with those wings still still (laughs) i feel like point yeah dude you know i mean there's like there's excellence and then there's just that next level. And I feel like that next level is you walking to work and you taking two things to a level that people aren't ready for. And, <laughs> you know, I know that, I don't know if you want to mention this or not, but he did land three clients at this party. I think every person in that place would have been a client had he brought those wings. So I'm with you, Ted. Yeah. And that fancy ranch. Yeah. You know oh, what? yeah. You Whatever. Come off with that good ranch. You do as you want with your career, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, 
dude now in hindsight like you're so right i'm thinking back i'm like all the catered food was good but it was you know those wings would have been would have been right in there might have been the highlights still um you know what i can't say that i've ever been to a catered super bowl party what, what i mean what kind of spread they laying out here uh they had a bunch of hors d'oeuvres and then they had uh at halftime, we had chili and sliders, and all right. yeah, uh, coleslaw, and yeah, it was uh, it was all really good, you know. But I feel like if I just showed up with one of those things of wings, you know, would have fit right on the uh, right on the table, right next well, to all that stuff. <clears throat> you know what? I mean, look, I'm sure it was a fun party. Next year, you show up with wings. Yeah, consider it done. I mean. Next year, I just don't even ask. Like, that was my problem there. If I just, you know, just showed up with them, no questions asked, like, why wouldn't I bring wings to a Super Bowl party? What are you kidding? Like, Especially if you're the king. Yeah. You know, you're always going to be like, get out of my home with your wings. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what Was this a nice house? It's pretty nice. Yeah. It's a catered Super Bowl party, dude. No, of course, just, it was you, a nice house. Ted, Ted, look, I know the neighborhood. It's one of these most exclusive zip codes in America. I'm trying to get our boy to talk about the house a little bit. <laughs> I mean, are we talking water slide, you know, uh, underground pool, concubines, what, a helicopter pad? Like, where are we at? We were there for the, the home theater uh, system that uh, was great. That's where we watched the game. And the. the oh, didn't view- you say there was only like two in the world or something? I mean, yeah, it's it's a pretty nice one. Uh, Sandbagging us, Ted. And Why doesn't he want to talk about it? It's, that well, we try not to give out too many details. If you're like, there's only a couple of these in the world. Somebody can figure out who he's hanging with. Really? That's- they put somebody's sound system on the internet? No, but it's it was yeah, it was a nice nice house, great view. Uh, the theater is awesome. Uh, I'd been in the theater before. But it was fun seeing it packed and, you know, jokes flying uh, is, yeah, it was a great party. Who were you cheering for? We the were Chiefs. definitely, uh, as I say, we were definitely a Chiefs house over here. The the hostess was a Chiefs fan and a client oh, nice. of mine. And so, um, you know, I have another couple that are uh, from Kansas and they're they're Chiefs fans. And so I was just like, look, I worked with three Chiefs fans, you know, and zero Eagles fans. There you have it. And uh, then I got invited to the house of the, uh, one of the Chiefs fans. And so that's where I went to the party. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, that was a hell of a game. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like when I grew up, I feel like Super Bowls were always just blowouts. And there was also like, what, a decade and a half where the AFC just got their ass beat. And then like nowadays it's pretty even. But I just feel like I feel like the games are better. Right, like I can't. Maybe I'm losing my mind, but I don't remember like a like just an ugly blowout in a long time. Um, the Seahawks over the Broncos. I was gonna say the Seahawks might have been the last one. That was beautiful to me. Right, then the next year is a beauty of a game. I mean, still a hell of a game, even though the Seahawks lost and it hurts, but still a hell of a game. That was awesome. Uh, we had some prop bets going too, like. Super Bowl <laughs> event is just awesome. Counting dogs on commercials, timing out Mr. Stapleton. <laughs> like, have you checked the your Venmo over the weekend? But it's basically just five dollar bets going left and right for squares and prop bets. 
<laughs> well, and Ted, you, you so you were doing prop bets with Smith Family Popcorn, the East Coast rival of Cobb's Popcorn, while sitting with Cobb. But some of the prop bets I thought were amazing that they came up with, and the lines on them too. I mean, those guys did their homework. So the one thing I was curious about, I feel like a lot of your prop bet winnings hinged on Rihanna's dress color being pink or red. What uh what did the boys, the officials finally come down on on that? The official calling was a red. Yes. So I got that one, but I lost Stapleton. The over under was 122 seconds and I could have sworn he was over two minutes and two seconds, but it came in under. I took the over on that one. But yeah, like Rihanna and like like just getting those things for fun. I mean, yelling and screaming like at the first commercial or, you know, like, come on, Chris, keep singing. And like the end of the game, we're counting how many dogs are in commercials because that was an over under. And it's just like it just adds fun to the whole event. And like I had a small like group here. Right. But like Cobb ended up coming by. Like I say it all the time. It's like that literally is like the end of the holiday season. It's not New Year's Day. <laughs> it's Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, that's the final one. Like that is the final. That's the end of dip season officially. Yeah, right. She shut down. And like, don't get me wrong. Sounders are going to kick off. You have like March Madness and like you'll do stuff. But like, it's just not the same. It's like a, 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 you know, NFL Sunday. Yeah, you'll have a little salsa, maybe a ranch dip on vegetables. But it's not like dip dip season, you know. It's like one thing, though, when dip season closes, you know, it opens. I don't. Brunch season. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. We're brunching now. Nice. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I feel like Sunday brunch is, is back in full effect once you get to the spring and like Dude, past football. I wish I had known that because actually I to fly back here, I had to get to the airport like three hours early. Um, so I was flying with someone and their flight was earlier than, than mine. And uh, I was joking to her. I was like, I think I'm going to just go brunch it was like six in the morning and i was like i think i'm just gonna go post up and just start crushing mimosas and making friends i did have breakfast in the airport but i didn't didn't go mimosa actually i had breakfast at the bar which is cool oh yeah and people are usually pretty chatty airport bars are fun because like even if people aren't normally like drinkers they're like i hate flying i'm getting a cocktail and a shot mm-hmm. like crazy son of a bitch i'm in i don't yeah, mind fly. Some- there was some <laughs> pensive energy for sure. I mean, everyone who sat down is like, uh, yeah, can I get a uh, whatever? And then the bartender would talk them into a Bloody Mary instead. And they'd be like, okay. And then she'd be like, you want to make it a double? Every single person. Yeah. Like it oh. was a weird energy for 630 in the morning or seven, whatever it was. Yeah. And that's what the airport does. Like, I don't understand it because it's like such a big deal to be like drunk on a plane. Good song. Uh, but also it's just funny that like in the airport like i always get i'll get like a beer and a shot they're like make it a make it a double for you know this much more and it's like yeah sure what the hell i'm in an airport yeah (laughs) that really was the vibe like every single person said yes and i was just like how is this a thing (laughs) well you figure too right because you were in there monday morning right so it's Mm -hmm. like yeah maybe you're hurting from the day before you're having a bloody mary Maybe you're flying somewhere on vacation. Like, there's a lot of reasons where people are like, screw it. I'm having a drink before I get on this flight. Yeah. A little hair of the dog. I, I don't mind it. Honestly, the vibe was nice. Well, I ate my eggs and potatoes. It, it, it was sort of comforting. Yeah. I mean, look, I have two Instagram fan, uh, friends I can think of right now. 
I've only ever met these women in the airport. But like, I've always followed like, oh, look what they're doing. And like, uh, like, it's just wild. It's like, yeah, like, but you know, but when you're when you're traveling, I travel a decent amount when you got like two or three hours to kill in an airport bar, like you're going to make some friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, did I have something else for the Super Bowl? No. Did you guys see, by the way? So we got UFOs attacking, not attacking. We're shooting down UFOs. We got spy balloons. You got the train derailment in o- in Ohio. And then did you see what happened down in Tucson today? Yeah. Dude, I've been completely sequestered from the news. I Ooh. saw a couple of headlines as I walked past a newspaper in a stand. The aliens, are that is that the same as the China thing? Or are those two separate unidentified crafts? Two separate things. We got Chinese balloons, but then there's UFOs. And then you got the train spewing out toxic chemicals in Ohio. And then today in Tucson, a truck was uh, crashed and was uh, nitric acid to leak out. So they had to tell everybody to shelter in place. (laughs) End of the world, boys. We all knew it was coming. We talked about it right here on this cast seven years ago. Here we are. I mean, it's pretty wild. Boys, are there aliens? Hmm. Like little guys? I don't know, bro. You take it where you want to take it. I mean, there. Ha- I I would just assume there has to be something else out there. And like, have, have they visited? Huh. I don't know. I would assume so. I mean, look, how they build the pyramids? Like, I know our theories, but a lot of that stuff is pretty crazy. I don't know. I honestly have no idea how they built the pyramids. The Inunaki, is that who they thought built it or something like that? Well, here's another one for you. Do you know the instrument that's the mouth harp? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Kind of. Right? Like, doing, doing, doing. Oh, it's yeah. Like one, it's one of the oldest instruments in the world, right? But it's weird because there's, like, people in South America have a version of it. People, like, uh, people, like, way back in the day, like, where, like, present-day Germany is now, they have a version of it. Africa, Asia. So wherever you go around the world, they all have a version of it. But at this point, like they didn't even know the other lands were there. It's not like some dude was traveling the world and being like, hey, try the mouth harp. Like I think about that sometimes. Like, how did they all know to build and start playing this one instrument? Oh man, I'm torn on that as a piece of evidence because I do think it's possible for two people to come up with the same idea. In fact, I feel like you see it regularly where someone's like, I thought of Uber before there was Uber. But the flip side of that is I do believe that our knowledge of history is so short and so much could have happened on this planet in the you know prevailing millennia. So I also would be inclined to... I, I'm inclined to believe that they're likely or that it's possible that there was something. I don't know what they had to do with mouth harps, though. I'm just saying if there is aliens, I think they came down and were like, hey, man, check out this instrument. And everybody's like, cool. And they're <laughs> like, wow, wow, wow. Hey, I sound like the aliens. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> what if they were just trying to teach us how to talk? and We just didn't pay attention. Yeah, I mean, dude, the thing is, you know, you think about the like accelerating upward technology curve. And the fact of the matter is, if you took an iPhone back to somebody even in 
1980, but let's get crazy and say you take it back to somebody in 1940 and you hand that to them and tell them that they can get any information, any piece of information from human history, uh, in addition to talk to anybody on the planet immediately. I mean, that is alien technology. A piece of glass can play music. Get out of here. And it, not only can it play music, it can play any song ever made. No way. And play a video and, you know, voice call and what we're doing right now. I mean, that is legit, like mind blowing alien technology to a king from England in, you know, the 1400s or whenever the heck there was kinks, like, you know, you take that to a Roman legionnaire, like, come on. So, you know, it seems like, oh yeah, dude, for sure. Unless you're in a car, which would just freak them out. You're in like a, a, imagine if you're in like an F-150. Like Like they're going to attack you. It's like, look at this, look at this crazy magician or wizard or something, this witch. Why has he got this thing? Exactly. And so if aliens are even... 50 or 100 years ahead of us, let alone they could be thousands or tens or hundreds of thousands. I mean, it stands to reason that they could have some technologies that we can't even fathom, you know? And in fact, it seems pretty likely. So as far as them going or coming or observing us or whatever, you know, I feel like, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty likely, but tough to say. Also, any of the three of us could be aliens. Who knows? <laughs> I think about fact, that all the ten, time. Ted definitely might be. <laughs> right. Standard issue. There's there's one of these on every coast. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's take a break here. We'll come back and uh, do some emails. What's Matt in the cop topic? All right, welcome back. Thanks as always to our sponsors. It's that personal touch that we really appreciate. All right, Cobb, do you have some emails? Uh, Ted, at some point, no, I feel like they might just stop spending the money. Um, okay. Uh, the problem is, right, if I knew what they were, but I'm like, I don't know what they are. But there never is, hear them. and that's also a kind of an inside joke for us with the personal touch. I know. I know, boys. Um, good afternoon, boys. Longtime listener. One other time emailer. So in terms of who I would uh, want to have jury duty with, it would have to be OJ Simpson. I mean, being able to lean over to him and whisper. So if you had done it, (laughs) but it's not the Cobb topic that brings me here today. I have to ask Cobb, how is Austin? Uh, Just recently scored an awesome job opportunity in Austin and uh, wanted to ask, uh, what do you think of the area? I'm trying to find a place that has reasonable rent prices and a slower paced way of life. Not a huge fan of cities and looking for a house to rent as I have a Labrador that needs space to roam. Just curious if you had any pointers. Uh, Yeah, I do actually. Dude, Austin is easy living, man. It is very chill. The coming here with a dog is the right move. There's a dog park that... Uh, well, there's a ton of dog parks and all the dogs here are really well socialized. So most of them aren't on leashes, which I'm not a huge dog guy, even though we have a dog. And honestly, it doesn't even annoy me. Most of the dogs here are really well behaved. But when you get here, um, right in the middle of downtown, it's called, oh my God. Uh, wow. I go there almost every day. I can't think of the name of the park. There's a giant park that looks at downtown from the other side of the river that has a really great dog section. You should go check it out. There'll be 50 other dogs there running around going crazy and uh it sort of feds off it's an off-leash area uh it's right by the like the long center um but yeah i think uh what was oh how is austin in general dude one of the big changes coming from seattle is 
there's pool parties. You could just any day of the week, you can just buy a ticket and go to a pool party on the roof of a hotel downtown. So I highly, highly recommend that. There's a couple sick ones. Um, let's see. Uh, you know, other than that, it's hot. Uh, but the people <laughs> are super cool. They're I don't know. Uh, Cam, I'm going to assume this is a guy. Um, there are a lot of attractive women here. Uh, there are a lot of attractive men here. People just stay in shape and people are like too good looking. Actually, it, it will, it will crush your self-esteem. Um, it did for me, but, uh, yeah, great city, great food, really fresh produce. If you're into that. And, um, if you like music, great nightlife scene, a lot of good music, great parks, definitely check out Barton Springs. And, um, yeah, I think you're going to thrive down here. Uh, you should come down and visit though, before you move just to make sure it's right for you. Um, great work on the podcast, boys. Love the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. Respectfully, Cam. Nice. Uh, greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. Just to expound on the idea of you guys having the show done live and having an active Discord chat open during it. Um, I know that Thrill was going off the other day on the Appy Hour about the fact that the Men's Room has a channel on the Audacity app that is unused. Uh, Twenty three. Uh, Odyssey, sorry. Uh, uh, 23 and a half hours out of the day, and I know that it would make sense to have content on there. I think it would be a good way to fill that up with not just best ofs from the main show, but have live versions of things that are associated with your show going on at any given time. For example, Mike, every Thursday, has his 1 p.m. show. Uh, he could put it on the same feed. So instead of an actual Discord chat, there's a live running conversational chat that happens in the window. Just ask Mike uh, or using the actual Discord app. Uh, you could set up a Patreon and have it be a paid session to have somebody listen to the show live. Uh, this is the way a few tubers have been doing it on their podcast, like Safety Third, uh, for quite a while now. And I really uh, and really, I don't think you'd make a substantial amount of money, but more than enough to cover the streaming bandwidth and data stores that would be required. Otherwise, I know Cobb was talking about the commercials possibly being an issue too, but it seems you could pre-sell the commercial space and take actual commercial breaks instead. Just a couple of thoughts. Anyway, LARP on, Bart and Bellingham. P.S. You need to do an in-studio show or a listener meetup or both. <laughs> a lot of suggestions, boys. A lot of suggestions. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that stuff's pretty high up the food chain. I mean, I could run it by Mike, but uh, specific sponsors and stuff, like, frankly, I just don't get a call on that. There's certain things, uh, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, I do, a, you know, Comcast, Xfinity, uh, you know, like I do ads for the advocates and then uh, Kia Puyallup, of course. But, uh, I mean, it's a legendary 20-year, 200,000-mile powertrain warranty. <laughs> and the car washes. How could you not? The car washes and the oil changes for the life of the car. I mean, whatever. Wow. <laughs> That's the guy that How could you not buy one? Yeah, I, I tell people all the time. It's like, like I don't know. Like, I like I don't mind. Like, I like doing commercials. But those are, like, the only, like, personal ones I do where I know everybody. And the guy that owns uh, Ryan down at Kia Puyallup like, a huge Husky fan. Like, uh, yeah, I've told this story before. Number one, it's a good deal. Like they're not messing with you, but he's got a huge like bay in there, right? With all they like repair the cars and everything. And I went down there for the first time, and like one of the employees in out in the like I don't know, I don't want to call it the shop, uh, the garage or whatever. Like I'm just BSing with him. He doesn't know who I am, and I'm like, "You like working here?" And he's like, "Oh, it's great." Like this and that, and just gave it such a sales pitch. And then he was like, "Oh man, you're Ted," and this and that. So I was like, "Ah, I, I, I'll do commercials for this guy all day." 
Wow. So it's for real. Yeah. You've checked your sources. <laughs> Plus he's a college football nut. So we always have a good conversation. <laughs> nice. Mascots misbehaving coming to soon to a screen near you. <laughs> <laughs> jury duty. Uh, if I was going to serve on jury duty with somebody, Charles Barkley, dude is hilarious. Plus, I'd like to think I'm affable enough to befriend him. I also think his analysis of the case would be captivating, honest, and hilarious. Jim. Actually, Jim, I'm with you. Charles Barkley is awesome. Great and choice. like one thing I like about Barkley too is like he's got a lot of different thoughts and opinions. Some I like, some I don't like, but like you always know you're getting honesty and he's funny. <laughs> Yeah, dude, honestly, my favorite thing about Barkley, if anybody's looking for some enjoyment, just YouTube Charles Barkley, San Antonio women. He's been talking S about the women of San Antonio oh, for forever, 20 years now, and it's so good. It's so good. Those large women down there. <laughs> He's always on him. He's been on for years, and they hate him. And the thing is, though, I've been to San Antonio. He is not wrong. Well, didn't San Antonio, I want to say for years, somehow San Antonio was always like the fattest city in America, which coming from the East Coast would blow my mind. I'm like, but it's hot there and it's Texas. Texas, man, there's some thick people when you get outside of Austin, which actually to that other guy who was emailing, don't leave the city. <laughs> <laughs> you should move here. Don't leave the city. Yeah, you should move here, but stay in like a 10, 15 mile radius. <laughs> All that land you want now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Swimming holes, okay, permitted, but yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's check in with what's mattening. Hey, hey what's good? What's mattening? Uh, before we get to what's mattening. Hey, hey what's good? What's mattening? Check out what's mattening. Hey, hey what's good? What's mattening? Uh, before we get to what's mattening. Hey, what's good? What's mattening? Check out what's mattening. Yeah, um... I guess we already kind of talked about the uh, the highlight of the weekend. Going to that Super Bowl party was pretty pretty bitching. A lot of cool people. A lot of fun. Um, little weird not knowing that many people uh, and not you know being a, a staff member. But uh, you know, was there off the clock, having a good time, uh, chopping it up with you know people about whatever. It's just a party. You're just chatting it up. Super Bowl is like. In the middle of the day is uh yeah, it was, it was just a lot of fun. So sports um, gear, like collared shirt, like what do we wear to a fancy party like this? I was I did not plan for that, dude. Uh yeah. I mean I wore a V-neck and jeans and you know oh, good. just figured, hey, you know, it's it's a nice it's a good fitting V-neck for my frame. So it was like, yeah, just kind of keep it simple, you know, like I didn't. I did my hair. I shaved. I was. I was looking sharp with it. Um, nice shoes. Right. Uh, you know, but nothing crazy. Just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm a trainer on a Sunday. What do you guys want? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, everybody's like, "What do you? Who are you? What are you doing?" You know, it's like, yeah, I'm. I'm just trainer. You know, down at the gym, and uh, yeah, just looked the part, and yeah, you know, had a good time. Um. All right, yeah. one more question. Is right, yeah. like, right, like you get a little glimpse into a world that most people aren't going to hang around. Like, I mean, are people getting after it? Like, what are they drinking? Anybody? Uh, yeah, I wasn't really paying attention. There was wine, there was beer. Uh, I didn't see anyone doing shots or anything. 
Um, All right. What was like the light beer? Like, are they drinking Mick Ultras or are they doing like High Life's? Where are we uh, at? Yeah, more along the lines of Michelob Ultra. I think I mean, I think there's Coors Light and Bud Light, and you know, just normal stuff. Just yeah, yeah it was crushing I'm, ultras. That's what I'm saying. Like the yeah, a Super Bowl party is like the most, the best I could hope for. A- anything else up there, I'm going to be way more uncomfortable. This yeah. is the closest to my element I could get. Right. So. Well, and I'm asking as I'm trying to picture myself in this environment, right? Like, like, like I go to some nice parties, but like I always end up sneaking out back with like one or two other dudes and like roasted a bowl or like shotgunning a beer. You literally do, dude. I wasn't privy to any of that. It's a little older (laughs) of a crowd, too. All right. right. If that helps. Um, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> your trainer I, just chiefing in your driveway not yeah. a good look <laughs> yeah i forget like you're you're there as matt but also like you're there still almost in a work capacity so like yeah i ran it by my managers all right did you, you know, uh did you try to eat healthy that's the real question uh i mean i had sliders and chili like everyone else nah, nah, that's, that's not the question is not what did you eat matt the question what? is like did you kind of windage factor try to like eat a little healthier than you would have at home in front of these people or no? I mean, they didn't have any Trader Joe's pastry pups. You know, if that's what you're asking, I would have eaten those. I just ate what was there. Savages. You know. Wait, they were eating healthy for the Super Bowl? What are they? No, chili and sliders. Oh, yeah. All right. I was like, I was like, who are these people? They're gonna live forever. <laughs> I was like, I know he's like, dude, I'm eating mini burgers and chili. I feel like that's solid Super Bowl food. Yeah, that is. Yeah. And actually, quick side note, Ted's spread was incredible. I just got to give him props. The Starburst jelly beans really set it off. I'm so Ooh. happy you liked it. That was a last minute grab. I was just like, ah, somebody might want a chewy candy. Those things clutch. hit. Yeah. That's right. awesome. Matt, we yeah. did basically, I had like the commercial day. It's like I made some meatballs. Like uh, somebody brought a dip. I bought like another dip. Like I didn't, I didn't make sausage dip or nothing. But then... <laughs> We've been hearing those goddamn Whopper ads. Sean showed up with a bunch of junior Whoppers, which, by <laughs> the way, shout out Burger King. You're right. You make a delicious fast food burger. <laughs> like, I was like, this thing's delicious. And then cops showed up with the big New Yorker and I was drinking Michelob Ultra. It was like, if there was a commercial about it, we had it here. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. The, the commercial for the big New Yorker that was like the biggest pizza ever in that warehouse thing. That was wild. And when I saw that, I almost told the people next to me, me and my boys were just talking about that. Like, Never mind. You know what? Nice, dude. Nice. What, what color do you think Rihanna's dress is going to be? Uh, dude, I would have loved if you just were blazed and you're like, yeah, I do this podcast, man. You guys got to check it out. <laughs> like oh, Ted man. said, you know, you do what you want with your career. Yeah. I'm not here to promote my personal training <laughs> services. I'm here to promote my podcast with my boys back in Seattle. I'm here to get fired, dog. That's what I'm looking to do. I hate this job and I hate all of you. <laughs> right? I just blaze the huge blunt. Let me get three sliders and cover them in chili, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it is hilarious to think like if you're having a personal meltdown that day and you were just like, you know, eating chili, like chili fries, just staring at your client, like not breaking eye contact. 
single tear. Uh. <laughs> it would also be awesome if you had like a mountain of sliders and then like one of your clients goes for like a second one. You're like, oh, wait. <laughs> or just slaps his hand. And you got him just like falling out of your pockets. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Marco. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I, I never really thought about the implications of, you know, being like a trainer and you're kind of like semi on the job, but not really you're there as a friend. Like that is a, a complicated minefield to walk. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was also, you know, all these other people are members of the gym too. So it's just all these potential clients. And so, yeah, you know, I was pretty well behaved. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll say here, I I hit my vape pen before I went in. Like, yeah, I, was definitely... I just assumed you took an edible with you. Yeah, I, I feel like that's just to keep it even keel, dude. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's just vehicle maintenance, bro. That's... <laughs> Come on, man. We know you. <laughs> and honestly, you probably would have acted weird had you not. Right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's like that's just the windage factor at this point. <laughs> Talking to the dog. Yeah, putting a little air in the tires. Uh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, so oh, this is a great weekend. It was a lot of fun. Uh picked Tyler up from the airport after the game. Uh so yeah, played some golf that day. Um and yeah, it was a it was a good time. Uh just, yeah, it was uh it was a great weekend. Super Bowl was awesome. Ted, hearing about that, you know, there's part of me that's like, you know, I'd just, I'd be just as stoked to be at your house with that crew and and that spread, you know, like when you're saying that, I'm still sitting here with a little bit of FOMO, like, (laughs) oh man, (laughs) sounds awesome, boys. I know. I was fighting a cold, so like Saturday night, I went out, met everybody, said hello, stayed out for like an hour, and came home. But Sunday, I was like, all right. Feeling a little better, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Like, I was, I was fired up Sunday, man. That's awesome. Yeah. And it was a great uh, game. Yeah. I can't get over I mean, it, it was so much fun. Everybody, we were having fun cheering. Go Chiefs. Like, it was just, yeah. I mean, that's what that's what you want the last holiday weekend, last football game. I was like, you can't draw it up much better than that. Yeah. And I heard yeah. an Eagles fan say today, it wasn't the penalty. It was the fumble. Oh, 100%. First thing out of their mouth when they walked into the gym. And I was like, that's accountability and honesty. (laughs) (laughs) Also, look, we like that here. Welcome to Globo, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) Do some push-ups. Get ready to go. Oh, man. All right. Well, I guess it's about that time. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. All right. Obviously, it's Valentine's Day. It's a day of love here in the United States. Um, I don't know if it's a worldwide holiday or not. Uh, I'm not sure how far Hallmark has pushed this thing. But uh, boys, have you both used dating apps at least once in your life? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I just wasn't sure eras and whatever. So, okay, sweet. Um, all right. So the we're going to try to do... I feel like most of our podcasts are pretty self-interested here. Uh, shocker. So we're going to try to do some of our female listeners who are single a favor for likely the first time in our lives as we've given them a lot of bad advice over the years. <laughs> lot. <laughs> uh, okay. So the cop topic this week, and feel free to email in. Um, 
men of the podcast on dating apps. What's something you see on a woman's profile that instantly turns you off immediate red flag swipe left. She's gone. So feel free to email us literally the word email at the podcast.com. We like hearing from you guys, all of our degenerate listeners and some of our very advanced and sophisticated listeners, both fun. Um, but men of the podcast, men who listen, men who are on here on dating apps, what's something you see on a woman's profile that instantly turns you off? Ted, by the look of consternation on your face, I'm going to say you're casting a wide net in February. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know, man. That's a tough question for me right now. Like, just like a like a no, no. <laughs> love that, love that honesty, Ted. Love that honesty. <laughs> yeah that's a tough one uh i don't know because cobb aren't all women and like art and a contradiction of themselves (laughs) that is that the line on your profile (laughs) i don't know if it's not first thought was like girls with too much marilyn monroe stuff but i've dated girls that loved marilyn monroe so i'm like i i I don't know like i'd like to say that's a that's a red flag i don't you know what Oh, I, I'm a little skittish of, of hairdressers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've got some trauma there. Some yeah, subconscious hairdress- feelings. Anything. Just like if you work in a salon, as I estheticians <laughs> remind you, they're not just they're not hairdressers. They're estheticians like I, another girl I met. She was like, no, no, no. I do this. Like, whatever. If you work in a salon, I'm like, ah, I think I got to be I got to be out on this. Wow. Yeah, I think uh you know that makes a lot of sense to me. That feels <laughs> that feels right for you, Ted. And they are they can be a lot of drama. That's for sure. Also yeah. a lot of fun. Like we got to give them that. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matt? I mean Ted, I'm with you. I mean it was a long time ago when I was doing those things, but my answer when I think back was not much. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Of, I could make this work. <laughs> Ted, remember that meme I showed you? That guy who's like, yeah, Ted Smith, he's a dog. Matt, dog. Oh, that's definitely a dog. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. Like, right now, like February 14th, like you're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, like, it's I'm bottom like... of the barrel time of year. Ladies, <laughs> take take your moonshots, hop into Ted's DMs and emails. It's time. <laughs> it's time to shoot that shot. Just fire it off. <laughs> moonshot season baby you know don't, don't don't even email the podcast anymore just send it straight to Ted. Uh, so on the men's room we we have a tradition if the seahawks aren't playing as we can't we take off the monday after the super bowl right so okay. uh right so monday morning yeah, certainly not feeling 100 percent uh, my other buddy's still here. Like, we're trying to find something in the apartment. Like, it's like this is eight thirty in the morning. So I'm like, it's all right. I got the day off. I'm gonna go lay back down. Boom! Start power washing right outside. <laughs> oh gosh! No, <laughs> I was just like you gotta be kidding me. So I sit up for a couple hours. Uh, like watch some TV. Finally, it's like eleven. I'm like, screw it. I'm gonna go get a beer. And I come back in. And, a building manager's like, ah, sorry about the noise. And he's like, well, early for beer. And then I'm like, I got the day off. He's like, 
I'm really sorry about the noise. Yeah, we'll wait for a power washer, isn't it, my man? I'm like, it's all right. It's 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 a normal Monday to most humans, but it should be a national holiday. <laughs> it should, man. You've said that for years, and I actually support that. That makes a lot of sense to me. It should be a national holiday. We're say we're wasting it on. Wait, wasn't it President's Day on Monday? Oh, next Monday's President's Day. Like, come on, NFL uh, or like the government. Like, come on, let's just get this done. Yeah, like, yeah what, what is Congress fuck doing? Are we doing? I don't know. We're paying a lot of money, and Congress isn't doing shit for the little the little man. You know. The regular right, like, guy like us. Right. Like we get New Year's Day off. Like, yeah, because people go out on New Year's Eve. Like I I have a hard time right now thinking of anybody I know who wasn't with somebody or like I like like it's the Super Bowl. People are doing stuff for it. Yeah. And people are drinking and they're just like that going into work the next day is like augering people into the ground. Like just give them the day off, man. Come on. And the stats back it up. It's like one of the most useless days. Like in the country, it's like, yeah, production goes down. It's like, yeah, like you either full of food, full of booze. Some people are full of both. Like, come on. Yeah. Let people come back in ramped up on Tuesday. Drunk people would be less likely to drive home after the game. Just responsibly say it to friends that they're already at. Who, uh, who do we need to talk to? Like who, who, how does that actually happen? How do you make holidays? Who, who's in charge of that for real? Uh, that's got to go through the Congress, I believe. Congress votes on national holidays or the wow. NFL. Like, why don't we just move it to the week after? Like, you've already ex- like, honestly, you could wait to start football till like, like the third weekend of September. Like college football going to jump on you. Like, who cares? But like, I had Monday off, so I was getting but like, it would have been nice to sit here. with like my other buddy, like I had to wake him up at 730 and be like, get going. You got to go to work. And he, he was kind of dragging his ass. Would have been nice, but like we could have had a Sunday night rager. Yeah, it would have been nice to not have a couple of yahoos out there power washing next to your head, especially. <laughs> and you know, those guys were partying the day before too. They didn't want to be there. No, that's what I'm saying. When I was like, yeah, I got the day off. They were both like, even the guy outside was like, sorry, man. I'm like, no, you're just doing your job. It's Monday. But I'm just like, even when I walked to the corner store, like I was talking to the guy in there and I was like, I had to like remind myself, like, oh, yeah, this isn't an actual holiday. This is just Monday to most people. Yeah, I feel like, you know, we need to forget about the wall, forget about NAFTA, forget about China and get this thing done. You know who had Monday off? Aliens. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> for MCTV, for Cobb, Lee Ted Smith, this is the podcast. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Sorry. <laughs>